Good morning, Valencia family. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast, episode 13. Today's episode will be a little bit different. This morning, we will have a special guest in our podcast, Tim. Can you tell our listeners why? Good morning, Valencia. And yes, I can tell our family why. We got the tables turned on this this morning because this will unfortunately be our last episode hosting the Good Morning Valencia podcast. It's sad, but we're going to be graduating soon. So it's going to be a time of transition for us. But we'll be able to discuss our journey here during our time at Valencia. And we can't wait to go through this experience with you guys. Tim, I'm not ready to leave. I don't know about you, <laughs> but I'm too emotionally connected to this podcast. I'm not ready to, you know, let some other student leaders sit, you know, and do my job. <laughs> but I guess we have to move on, right? It, that's, you know, the way things are. But, you know, it, it was just an amazing experience. And um, so this is probably one of our last episodes as hosts. I'm so not ready. <laughs> hey, as they say, better is the end of a thing than the beginning. So the end of this season will bring a better next season. So I'm just excited for what our future hosts will have to bring to the table, just continuing to build upon our foundation. But without further ado, uh, let us welcome our special guest this morning, who's going to actually be interviewing us. So we're not going to be the interviewers, but we'll be answering questions about our journey here at Valencia and our journeys to come. So I'd like to welcome Elizabeth Savijon. She is a Valencia alumni herself. So she's been through the ringer. She's went through the fires here at Valencia and she's going to be leading our conversation this morning. So I'd like to welcome you, Elizabeth. I hope you're having a great morning. Yes, thank you so much, Timothy, um, for that introduction and just sharing you guys. Like I get emotional for you guys because I remember being in that transition of, you know, I was going to finish Valencia and I'm like, I don't want to go like, this is like my home. I feel so com comfortable here. I love the people here. So I completely get you guys, but at the same time, I'm excited to see what the future holds for both of you guys. So it's like what you said, like what, you know, there's just like the beginning. Um, and so a little bit about myself. Yes, I was a student at Valencia. I actually started in 2013 and I started in student development with the ambassador program as well as working in marketing with student development. So I remember all the events, um, you know, having to do student events as well as other things around the campus. I was also with the ambassadors was the bridge between high schoolers and college students, just kind of getting them uh, acquainted to the whole um, college experience. And I really enjoyed my time there. I have no regrets of my time. And I just met amazing people. Um, and Gabby, Nelson, just so many people I was able to connect and still after so many years, still keep in contact with. So um, from there, I actually did the direct connect to UCF. And then I graduated in 2018 with my bachelor's in advertising and public relations. So I'm currently doing a small business marketing for um, social media. And then I also um, just really have my own podcast. So that's also why I'm hosting this whole podcast because I do, um, I'm a host on Beauty Marks podcast and that is a weekly 
empowerment, encouraging for women to embrace their story and embrace their marks. And we talk about life and just overcoming obstacles. So I'm so excited for today's conversation. Thank you so much again for having me. So the first question I wanted to say what or to ask was, um, how was your journey at Valencia, especially having to transition remote due to the pandemic? That's a good question. You want to take this one, Amanda? I'll let you go first. Okay. I was going to say, let's go. Let's do the alphabetical order. Amanda starts with A. <laughs> Tim starts with T. <laughs> um, so my journey at Valencia, I started Valencia in 2018. I had just arrived from Brazil. Um, I, I, I had gotten my degree in Brazil, but then, you know, life happens and they're just these amazing surprises. And then I found out that I had different skills and, and I found the paralegal course at Valencia. So I decided to take a, another career path. So that's how I ended up at Valencia. And then um, soon I found out that there was an opening position to work at student development. I applied, got the job right away. And here I am, you know, almost three years later, still working at student development. Um, I'm, I'm, I have to say, not ready to move on. <laughs> but it's been exciting and it's, be, it's been um, amazing so far. And transitioning to online was just something unexpected. I'm sorry. It's just the fire. It went off. So transitioning to online was something unexpected. Uh, like I assume for all the other students, I had never taken an online class before, especially because of my visa situation, we are not uh, allowed to take so many online classes, right? Um, but it was, I have to say, I had an open mind. Um, I was willing to work with Valencia and, and with the whole situation, right? I think that's that's what helped me transition. That's what helped me. Um, that's what helped make it smooth. You know what I mean. Uh, so it's been a, an amazing experience. I still have to say I'm an on-site student. I still prefer that connection, going to a classroom, meeting your um, classmates. I actually made two very good friends in this online setting. You know, people who reached out to me. Uh, we had to do group projects. We ended up, you know, communicating through email and then we exchanged phone numbers and then we FaceTime. So it's possible for you to make connections and for you to make good friends. Um, but I think that's all I have for you, Tim. That was just to add to what Amanda said. I wanted to like give, like give you guys applause. If you made it through this past year, online you guys are amazing because I can't imagine having to do the transition with like the world happening and just all of that so honestly applause to you guys that are all made it through this past year because I definitely agree with you Amanda I'm an on in person you know I like to kind of be active and in my classes so um, I like what you said though that at the end of the day, though, you were able to kind of like adapt and find the way with like helping other people. So like all of you guys were like, okay, how do we help each other? How can we get through this year? And so I like how you said that, that you did connect through FaceTime with other people, which maybe if you were in person, 
kind of like you just kind of like do your own thing and then you leave versus like actually really looking for that help. So that was a plus. What about you, Timothy? Oh, wow. You know, when I look back on my journey at Valencia, it feels like it was such a long time ago, but it feels like it was just yesterday. It's just weird how that works. But my journey at Valencia, I mean, at first, it was kind of rocky, not because of anything the school was providing. The school did a fantastic job with providing me with courses that I desired, but I was really new to Orlando. I had left my senior year of high school to come to Orlando. So it was, it was really a different experience for me. But what I found out about going to the school was that I met a lot of different people from a lot of different cultures. And I got to embrace what it really means to be an American more than just uh, partaking of the food, but meeting with the people that actually make the food that I like to eat from different places across the world. So that was awesome. And I really started to take, taking a liking at Valencia and I love taking the different courses. I loved my professors, they were awesome. So I had a fantastic time taking the courses. And then when we had the transition online, I hated it at first because just like you guys, I'm an in-person student. That's what I like to do. And during that time, I was actually within a club and I had been promoted to the presidential position. So it was kind of like having to rally all the troops. I'm the president at the, at the club at Valencia InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. And we had switched online. We were like, oh, what are we going to do? So then they hooked, up, hooked us up with the Zoom account. So we're like, oh, we're good to go then. But what I found is that during the pandemic, I actually made more friends, formed deeper relationships, and got to know more people during the pandemic than I did at school. So I actually found a way to get something positive out of this quarantine experience that we all had to face. And I'm really just thankful that I was able to take something positive out of this time where I know a lot of people had to go through a lot of different trials during this time, but I'm glad I was able to come out with something positive on the other end. Yeah, I love that you said that. And both of you guys really focused on like how money connections you made with other people which is important how do you get through life aside from school how do you get through school it's like with other people so that's great that you guys were able to kind of pivot and adapt well um timothy what was what has been your biggest challenge being a college student and how did you overcome it Ooh, biggest challenge that's easy time management everyone knows about time management it's so hard to do AKA procrastination. I, honestly, I feel like completing my courses and completing my homework was easier when I had a job and I was working almost 20 hours a week because I was just used to being in constant motion. But then when I had to sit down and spend so much time at home and I had, and I had the option to not do the work before I didn't have an option. It's either do the work or you're, you're getting a zero because you don't have enough time because you're working a job. So you have to do it now or you don't do it at all. But when I'm at home, you know, it's just, you have to find motivation somewhere. I want to get my AA degree. I want to transfer. So that's starting to be, that's not starting to be my motivation. It is my motivation, but it's just something I have to constantly remind myself to remember that there's a bigger goal. So I need to manage my time better. And I've been doing a pretty good job of, it, of this this semester. I, my grades are good. 
and I'm having fun with this semester when I'm I will now soon be coming to a close. So I'm enjoying uh, my ending time at Valencia. I really am. That's good. What were maybe some ways that you learned to manage your time better than like before? Ooh, good question. You got to put that phone down or if you put or if you're on your phone, play a YouTube video of some piano music, not music you can sing to or else you'll start yeah. jumping up and start dancing. Yes, I completely agree. Because if not, you just get so distracted. You're like, wow, I've been on my phone for like two more hours. And the time just flies by. I mean, see, here's what happens to me. If I go on YouTube and I don't play a music video with some piano playing, I end up on Instagram. Then after Instagram, I end up on Facebook. And next thing I know, an hour and a half has went by. And then I wasted all that time when I could have been doing homework. So if you, if you listen to music, guys, when you're doing your homework, do something that will not distract you because we try to make an excuse and say music won't distract us, it'll help, but no, <laughs> it's just not always like that. Very true. I think also putting a time of what you're going to do, like, like, let's say like, you're going to like, okay, in this hour, I'm going to focus on getting this assignment done. And then after the hour, I can take a little break and then back on again so because some people like they just can't sit still like on just one thing and that's okay I think it's just also learning how what works for you and what doesn't so I like how you said that that for you personally you knew that YouTube was going to distract you for other people it's like maybe Snapchat or TikTok and you're just on there for hours so it's just knowing the way that you work um so Amanda what as an international student what advice would you give any international student listening to this podcast? Before I start on the advice, I just wanna bring up, like Tim was um, talking about some of the challenges, international students, especially now during this pandemic, I think everybody, the level of stress has been very high but I think that for some international students who are here by themselves, who do not have family, that probably is one of the biggest challenges and learning how to cope with that is very stressful. Um, so um, I think it's important to highlight that when you move from your country to a different country, you have so many things to adjust. You have the language. My English is pretty good now. I'm confident I can read, write, speak. Um, I'm ready for a job interview. Uh, but in the beginning, it wasn't like this. The fire alarm went off again, sorry. I don't know why this is happening. But in the beginning, it wasn't like this. So I had to work on my language skills. I had to adjust to the culture. We live in Florida, a lot of people from different countries, a lot of Brazilians here, a lot of Hispanics here. So that makes it feel more like home, but it's still a challenge, you know what I mean? So learning how to cope with that um, separation anxiety from family is very, very challenging, especially now, right? Where you cannot just hop on a plane and go to your country. You know, there are several other things that you have to take into consideration. So I just want to bring that up because that's one of the challenges that we face. And right now it's been harder. But then let's move on to the bright side, right? What, what do I have to say? What do I have to share? 
with students who are here and experiencing um, this, getting a, an education abroad. I would say that first thing is that you should get involved. Find a job on campus. A lot of students cannot work off campus. If you are under a, a student visa, you cannot work off campus. Um, there are certain restrictions, but still within the campus, there are amazing opportunities. So some of the things that I did that um, worked out pretty well for me was I became part of a club, visa club, shout out to my visa people. <laughs> um, so I started as a member and then I became an officer. I was the community service officer. I had a blast. I learned so much. I, I made so many connections. Um, we volunteered. Um, and volunteering is also something that's very special. And it's key because volunteering, you get to meet people on campus and off campus. So you learn about um, organizations that you didn't really heard about, or, you know, it, it, there's just so much out there. Um, as a matter of fact, in one of these volunteering opportunities, I learned about this organization, OCBA Foundation, and I happened to get a scholarship from them. So, you know, you just have to keep your eyes and ears open because there are opportunities across campus and off campus too. You just have to be proactive, right? So I joined a club, um, I got a job on campus. Um, still, if you don't have a job, go volunteer, do something, right? Get your, um, get your energy, get your uh, blood pumping, do something. Now we cannot um, really volunteer on specific places, but there are still online opportunities for you to volunteer, right? Like I said, you just have to look, be curious, be proactive um, and make connections. You know, I think at the end, it all boils down to making connections, whether if it's on a club, a job. So you just gotta get out there, meet people because you never, you never, you never know when, when or where the opportunities are gonna come from. So the more people you meet, the more connections you build, be a good student, talk to your professors, you know, just your network starts in college, right? So I think that's one thing that I had in mind when I started Valencia and I was, I took that, you know, really, um, I took that, what expression do you guys use? I took that, you know, very, very seriously, you know, when it came took to- Took it to heart. Took, what's that, Tim? Took it to heart. Took it to heart. See, I still struggle with English. I don't know all the, <laughs> I don't know all the expressions, <laughs> but see, uh, um, you know, it, it just happens. Sometimes I run out of words, but that's it, you know? Um, and also don't be shy to reach out to, to people, ask for help. You gotta be vocal, right? It's your interest that's um, in in line, and you know, so you have to um, do your best. Yeah, I love that you said that, Amanda. That like you had to get out of your shell because you had a lot of obstacles coming in, like not knowing the language. That makes you kind of feel like, am I like not as confident, you know? But you putting yourself out there, connecting with other individuals. And also being in groups of people that like are going through the same thing, it gives you kind of that comfort to be like, you know, what? like we can do this together. Like, um, so I love that you were able to share that advice. 
And I know for, for those of you that maybe feel like, you know, but maybe it's like not right of me to ask these questions, or maybe these aren't the right question to ask. Like, you never know on, on the other side of you asking that question, what help you can get. So at the same time, making sure to, to be proactive is going to get you the best results. And you're, this is the only time that you're going to have really, I feel um, the only time you're going to have so much support around you like you're literally you can go to the left to the right to people that have been through it people that have gone through people that are experiencing it and can get so much support uh versus once you're done with college hence me you kind of it is kind of like okay figuring it out like I have to like reach out more intentional versus in college when there were so many opportunities um and connections to build so something that I wanted to ask both of you guys is what great experiences have you had as a student leader and what lessons has it taught you? So we'll start with you, Tim, um, and then we'll do Amanda. Cool. I think that being a student leader starts before you ever become a part of SGA. I know I'll say that for certain. Because I'm sorry, let me go yell at my sisters real quick for not keeping the dog quiet. Gabby, you said 15 minutes. Yeah, let's try to finish by 9.50. So Amanda, if you want to go ahead and answer. Okay. So I'll so do you want me to ask? So then Amanda, you go first, right? I'll go back. So Amanda, can we start with you? What has been, you know, what have you learned as a student leader and what are, what has it taught you? It's hard to name one thing to pick and choose because there's so many experiences, um, so many things that you learn about yourself overall. Uh, you learn about your skills, you learn how to behave in a setting with other people, how to teamwork, how to do individual work, because those are very important skills that I wasn't very aware of what kind of employee was I, you know what I mean? You know what kind of student you are because you you have, you know, your grades. So, you know, if you're a A, B, C student, but it's hard when it comes to employment and getting in a setting with other people. So I think that overall, the one thing I learned was that I have, I have a better sense of myself, right? So all the experiences, all the events that we put together, all the connections that I built, um, all the people that I met, all the friends that I made, they all helped me understand who I am, what skills I have, how can I contribute to my work environment, to the community, to my house, right? Um, because that's something that the more you learn about yourself, the more you learn um, how your skills fit in in different settings. So I think that 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 was it for me. That's good. Um, I think also having that insight from the outside, like how you said, like maybe 
a mentor or your boss telling you and kind of saying, Hey, like, I see this is your strong suit. And you kind of start building in that, or, Hey, I see this is the area that you might need improvement, or we can work towards that. I feel like that is so fundamental to also finding yourself and becoming a better employee, leader, etc. Um, how about you, Timothy? Yeah, my student leader experience actually started before I became part of SGA. And I think we can kind of get it mixed up that you're only a student leader when you join a certain organization given by the college, student government. But my experience actually began when I joined a club, when I took an active role in my community with that, within Valencia and looked to see how I could lead and engage. So I joined InterVarsity Christian Fellowship and I didn't know anyone because I was new to Orlando and they had asked me to help. So when they had started asking me to help, I mean, it started to teach me what it, what it really means to be a leader because when you lead, what you're doing is you're serving. You're not just in a position where you bark orders, but you're serving. Servant leadership is something that's so important when you're a student leader. And that's what my experience has been like when I became part of SGA and became chief of staff. We constantly serve. I'm in a, I'm in, I was just in a meeting with Amanda the other day. We're trying to come up with some new and inventive ways to engage with the students here at Valencia College. And I don't regret ever making the decision. And the experience has really taught me that serving is the best way to meet people, to engage with people, and to build deeper relationships. Because when you're able to serve with someone, it's like you're in the trenches. You have a problem that you need to fix. And you have you might butt heads at times, or you might have differing opinions. But that's all part of the process. And when you get through all of that, find ways to deal with any issues that arise, and you come to a resolution, it's just awesome to see the byproduct, which is a deeper knowledge, deeper intimacy with the person that you had to go through these battles with. And you come out with a solution at the end, and it's just awesome. So that's what my experience has been like here as a student leader. Wow, that's so good, Timothy. I love how you said that it's like about serving and in that you learn more about yourself as a leader. Because it's true, you do to become a leader, you do have to put yourself in that position to also do the work. It's not only like demanding of people. So I love that you said that. Um, so the last question, wrapping up, what degree are you guys pursuing and what are your plans after graduating? I know you guys aren't looking forward to it that much, but what's next for you guys? I'm getting my degree in finance. So I'm going to be making some money, some dineros. Let me say that right. Dineros. Dinero. Yeah. <laughs> Dinero. Let me That's say it good. right. <laughs> but um, I'm looking to get my degree in business finance. I'll be transferring to UCF soon, I believe. I believe that's the place I'll be going. Direct Connect. So if you're listening and don't know about Direct Connect, check it out. And I'm really excited about that. I'm looking to start my own business one day. Don't know what it'll be, in, but I know it will have something to do with business. And I hope to be making money when I start it. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a big plus, you know, big hope and wish for me. But really, I'm just going 
with the flow in regards to my education and my goals, just making sure I can excel in every opportunity I'm given so that when something comes my way, I'm prepared and I'm ready for it, regardless of what it may be. So that that's basically it for what I have to do. Well, um, so I'm getting my degree as a paralegal. So right now I'm excited to graduate and scared at the same time. I have mixed feelings. Um, it's a completely new chapter in my life. Um, so at the same time that I can't wait to see what's out there for me, you know, I'm, I'm scared to leave my comfort zone because that's what Valencia feels like. Like we were talking earlier, it feels like home. But right now, um, I'm gonna soon start looking for a job. Um, and I really like education. So I'm definitely gonna wanna go back to school at some point. I don't know, maybe there, I have a couple of options in mind. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna go for an AA in legal studies or I don't know if I'm gonna make it all the way to law school or, or maybe getting some sort of master's MBA, but I have, you know, um, academia is still is something, is one of the possibilities for me. Um, besides working, I think that working is good, but I think that when you can get, when you can refresh your knowledge, that's also, that's also important. So eventually at some point I'll end up getting back to school because I think that just feels natural to me. But right now I'm just looking forward to graduating, getting a job, experiencing a little bit of the paralegal life in a law firm. And, and yeah, I think that's, that's about it for me. That's good. Both of you guys seem to have kind of like a overview of what you guys want to do. But I always tell people when they're in college, I'm like, life has a way of just kind of going in different direction and opening different doors. So enjoy where you're at and definitely as you start walking in let's say you start the paralegal you'll be like oh wow like I never thought about this position maybe I should apply for that or I really like that or same with you Timothy with the whole business idea it'll like everything kind of like can work out as it goes you know as as it flows you know as you're like walking working in one thing and then another door opens you have a connection so I'm really excited for you guys for what is to come. And I really enjoyed this interview with you guys to kind of get to know you guys more for your listeners to get to, to know you guys more. Um, and also to just be encouraged, you know, and, and just kind of see a different, uh, hear a different perspective. Um, so now let's welcome Rosario and Diane, who will be sharing a recap with this semester's wellness programs and what is to come. Hi, my name is Diane Villatoro. And my name is Rosario Medina, and we are part of the Wellness Ambassadors team. We are here today to discuss the wellness dimension that took place in the spring semester. The dimensions are physical, emotional, social, and environmental. Through January, the physical dimension took place, and one of the goals was to increase physical activity to stay active and healthy. Therefore, a six-week virtual fitness challenge, follow your path, began at the end of this challenge, students found a new way to improve their physical, mental, and emotional health. Through February, the emotional dimension event was boost, besties, and boundaries. 
where students and Valencia counselors talk about issues and strategies for successful relationship boundaries with family, friends, partners, community, co-workers, and more. Throughout March, we focused on the social dimension and the purpose was to establish, maintain connections and positive relationships with the Valencia community. Therefore, the wellness ambassador teams plan the escape from reality and jam session events. The environmental month is finally here and we want you to be part of the activities that wellness ambassador has prepared for you. The purpose of the environmental dimension is to be aware of our surroundings. It can be work slash study space, communities, and our planet. Therefore, the Wellness Ambassador event on April 21st is assigned by our student leaders and they will be taking over Instagram at studentdevcw. Throughout daily blogs with tips to help you increase productivity by adjusting your work slash study space. From April 12th through April 22nd, we will have a social media campaign for Earth Day to help you identify positive sustainability impacts in your life. Thank you. Thank you, Rosario and Diane. Now that is a wrap on today's episode of Good Morning Valencia. It was a pleasure hosting. It honestly brings me back to the days that I was in student development and it honestly is amazing to see the continual of amazing leaders that we have in student development. So definitely connect. This is a plug to connect with you guys. If you guys have any questions for them, they are your insight and never be afraid to ask questions and reach out for other people's help. Thank you, Elizabeth, for joining us today. And to all of our listeners, make sure to tune on our next episode as we will have a very special guest joining us again. That's a surprise. I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm excited too. So we're going to keep it under wraps. We're not going to let anyone know about it. So you guys will have to tune in to check out. And I really do wish, I know Amanda wishes it. Amanda, what do you wish for them? I wish that everybody stays happy and healthy. Me too. So stay happy and healthy, everyone, and have a great rest of your day. Good morning, Valencia.